sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Sex Panther, what's happening? Oh, another day, another Max No Show out there doing that important thing stuff again. But uh, we got another special guest, and we've got a lot to talk about today. So uh, I suppose we should bring this other guy in. That's right. What's going on, Phil? Hey, it's the other guy. What's going on, fellas? Um, it's a rainy day here in New Jersey, but uh, excited to to talk about everything we got cooked up. Mm. Oh, cooked up. Cooked, cooked up. up. Is that, what, is that where, was that where we're going to start? Let Russ cook. Sex Panther. What happened uh, yesterday? Uh, well, you know, so Russ moving really was the aftershock, if you will, from the Aaron Rodgers signing. It all started with Aaron Rodgers signed his deal with Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay had, or I guess you should say Denver was flirting with Aaron Rodgers, as it's been documented for a while. When that didn't happen, they had the backup plan in place to get Russell Wilson, and they paid. They paid a premium. Um, now, letting you know, letting their quarterback go. Um, God, why am I drawing a brain fart here, real quick? Oh, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Let Drew Lock go. Um, no big deal. You're bringing in a quarterback. Drew Locke's got to go. Noah Font, though. I think Noah Font is one of the top five tight ends in the league. Uh, and then they let defensive linemen go as well as part of that package. But the big thing is they let this year's first and second go, next year's first and second, and a fifth. They gave up a ton of draft capital. Um, and to to get what essentially becomes the third best quarterback in the AFC West, I think they gave up a lot here. Is that really is that really how you'd rank them? I guess. I don't know if it's necessarily the quarterbacks, but the teams. I'm just not in love with this Denver Bronco team. You let Noah Font go, and then however this comes into play, they let Bobby Wagner go shortly after this deal was done. Um, but I think when you look at the team, I think the Seahawks were a better team, definitely had better receivers. I do like Jerry Judy, and don't get me wrong. I like, But when you have Lockett and Metcalf, I, I think they're as good as a tandem as you're going to find. So Russ's situation I don't think is better. And then when you compare him to you know Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, this is a legit Super Bowl contender. Uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers – they're up and coming. They have problems finishing games. I don't know if that's an offensive thing, a defensive thing, or a coaching thing, but the talent's there, the ability to finish. I still think the Chargers is a better situation than Denver. And then, I, hell, I think you can maybe even make an argument that the Raiders might be a better situation. So I'm not in love with the Broncos, um, and then they gave up so much to make it happen. So I good for Russ you know he, he got out of Seattle he's been wanting to get out of there um but I'm not sure this is a Super Bowl championship caliber franchise that he went to um what do you think Phil I think uh I think Denver was so willing to overpay for Russ because you know th- it's a fan base that had John Elway for 15 or 16 years or whatever and then um you know they they mortgaged the farm to bring in Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, and then you know they were without their their you know what is it, Teddy Bridgewater is that going to be the answer Drew Locke no I mean I I think it's a fan base that was clamoring for a quarterback and that's that's what they got I mean I think Russ is incredible uh, I think he's one of the smartest guys in the NFL 
Um, he's athletically gifted. And uh, I think he's a leader of men. I mean, when he's when he's mic'd up on Monday Night Football, that that's like my favorite. The guy, I, I would run through a wall for him. And, you know, I'm 5'4", <laughs> so that, that would be no good. But I'm also excited to see Jerry Judy, um, like what, what his real potential is. He, he's, he's had a bunch of slubs throwing in the ball for the last couple of years. And I think maybe um, Russ can unlock it. And uh, yeah, another, another pun there, but um, I, I think Denver is solid. I think they're going to be competitive. And I'm kind of excited to see, you know, how Russ raises everyone's level. And, um, as far as like, you know, being the third best in the division, I, I'm, I'm not sure that's true. I, I, he's certainly better than Derek Carr. Um, Mahomes, he, he showed some, some chinks in the armor. I think Herbert is probably the best, but they're a coach away in my opinion. Um, so I, I'm just excited to see it. I, I, I don't have a prediction, but I, I think they're better, you know, they're, they're net better than they were yesterday. Um, so I'm just kind of going to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, it's hard to argue they weren't better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're not better I mean, today than they were yesterday. Um, I'm looking it up real quick. Let's see here. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs minus 125 to win the, to win the division. Broncos plus 250. Chargers plus 450. Raiders plus 1,100. I, I don't have a problem with those rankings. Um, like I said, I, I don't think it's a direct... Uh, look at his ability or him as a quarterback. I'm looking at the franchise as a whole. He's probably the second best quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes. And, and the other thing he did, though, by leaving the NFC to the absolutely loaded AFC, you go up and down the board of the playoff teams from Josh Allen to Joe Burrow to Lamar Jackson to Everett. He went to the, the side of the, the league that is absolutely loaded um, and it's something we talked about when we talked about Aaron Rodgers was he, he needs to stay in Green Bay because who's there to worry about? You've got what Dallas and the Rams and what there's there's nothing left. So um, he went to a much tougher conference and Aaron benefited because now you don't even have to worry about Seattle, really. Man, but <laughs> out of the frying pan into the fryer, you, you went from a division where you're playing the Rams, the 49ers and the Cardinals to the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Chargers, Raiders. It's arguable this situation might have gotten just a, a little bit easier for him, right? From the division standpoint, maybe, but from the conference standpoint, no. Because, uh, like I said, you got you still got to play what uh, two of the D divisions on your same conference side. So, yeah, I think I don't. I haven't looked at the schedule or have lined up who they're. Uh, and the AFC West has to play this year, but um, I just I think. The schedule as a whole probably got a little bit harder. And like I said, even though you can make the argument that the division schedule got a little weaker, I think the team that he's playing with also got a little weaker. That's true. Can't argue with that. Phil, any, they, fi any final thoughts on this? I, I think because the, the Broncos were were somewhat bad last year, aren't they going to, they'll probably have an easier schedule, right? Isn't that the way the NFL yeah, typically works? It? They'll get like a third place schedule or whatever. So, I don't know, man. I, I think, you know, I think Russ is uh, never been one to shy away from, you know, competition. I don't think, you know, he's going to look at a division and be like, oh, it's too hard. I'm not going to go there. He's always had a chip on his shoulder. He's always been short. He's always been, you know, um, not drafted as highly as he probably thought he should be. And he had to transfer and, you know, to get a starting job and all this stuff. So I, I just 
I think I think Russ is the man. I I, I have a lot of respect for that dude, and I, I think he's going to do well. All right. Somebody else made some news yesterday. A different quarterback entirely, Panther. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers. It's not about the money, right? He just he just wanted to be. <laughs> told he's pretty <laughs> the, the pretty girl need to be told he was pretty. yeah but somehow it's not about the money but somehow throwing 200 million dollars at a guy tells him he's pretty um and then <laughs> we were talking pre-show i'd always said i said to uh the the link to the article but uh his ex-girlfriend 200 million dollars apparently brings the the booty call back so all kinds of stuff going on with Aaron Rodgers. But as predicted, he does stay in Green Bay. They franchise Jag uh, Devontae Adams, and they were already like $27 million over the caps. I can't wait to see how they structured this contract because by my math, they should be somewhere like 40 or $50 million over the cap. I got to see what they do to get this shit figured out because they are way, way over the cap right now. Do you, do you think maybe they gave him like a Bobby Bonilla contract? Like it'll be like Happy Aaron Rodgers Day in you know twenty forty seven. No, I well I so I've heard one hundred fifty three of the two hundred million was guaranteed, and if you put if you put a if you put a vast majority of that into a signing bonus, you can keep that off the books. Um, so maybe his his cap hit is still similar to what he had last year. But by franchise tagging Devontae Adams, he's going to get paid somewhere around $30 million. Uh, I just don't know where else you can give this guy help who's always clamoring, I need more weapons, I need more this, that, and the other. And then he goes and takes this kind of contract. So he's kind of talking out of both sides of his ass, honestly. Right. Rodgers needs, uh, needs more people to ignore, more wide receivers to ignore that he's not going to throw to in playoff games. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think he's the writing's on the wall though that they're going to have to draft a wideout to get him on a rookie deal. I I don't know how you can pay pay a veteran now, so probably going to have to draft somebody. Or somebody's going to give you a a home team discount. Somebody wants to play with Aaron, or what you know, there somebody maybe has gotten paid over their years. Take like a AJ Green for example. Um, Maybe he's just still chasing that ring before he retires. You might be able to get somebody on the cheap but to phil's point you're going to have to find wide receivers on the cheap because all your money i mean you got to figure 80 million dollars one way or another is wrapped up in two guys of a salary cap of 202 million dollars it's a lot of fucking money for two guys mm. oh uh terrell owens was putting out workout videos yesterday oh, so there maybe we go. maybe uh maybe that's the match to be a good fit for it'd be a good fit for uh for a nut job like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how they handle this going forward with uh, their uh roster. I didn't know this uh where did I just see this in the article? Um shoot. He just passed Peyton Manning for the most regular season MVPs. Oh no, he's trailing Peyton Manning. See, oh, Rogers has four. Peyton Manning has five. So he's touching greatness here. He's touching regular season greatness. So close. He's he's almost there. He's almost there. He's almost there for being uh, yeah one of the greatest regular season players in the NFL history. <laughs> that's it. They're paying a lot of money for for not many uh, playoff wins. That's for sure. Mm. Panther. Well, what they got to do is just keep San Francisco out, and they'll stand a much better chance. Yeah, that's the Seems truth. To be a deal. 
All right. Any other thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Did you want to talk about Shailene or no? <laughs> well, I just, it's just so funny. The Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, happens. And the, the very same day, I see this article where Shailene shows up in Green Bay on a private jet. And apparently they're getting back together. I mean, nothing screams gold digger worse than just showing up the day he gets this money. Um, what I, I don't know. Good for him. Good for her. I don't know. It's, it's a dumpster fire. Just like, he's so undateable and this John wick look thing that he's hanging on to. It's, it's not sustainable, right? I mean, all of us probably at some degree have experience of dating somebody, marrying somebody, break up, try and bring them back. Like it doesn't work the second time. See, I, I didn't think it was the money. I thought it was all the uh, the Instagram apologies and the philosophical quotes that, that got her back. I, <laughs> I, I definitely didn't think it was the money. It's amazing how she's going to forgive him spending so much time focused on football now with $200 million in the bank. It, it does make it easier, I think. <laughs> $200 million, that's that is a nice chunk of change. Oh, boy. Good for him. Keep dating actresses. It's it's going to go well for you, dude. They're just like... Or normal. Danica. Yeah, they're just like normal people. Their actresses are just like normal people. <laughs> I imagine football players are too, right? Yeah, well, that's true too. All right. I guess that's it. We're going to take a slight pause so the robot can insert a commercial if they so choose so depending on your area depending on your market you might hear commercial after this if not you probably don't live in a place that advertisers care about guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And we're back. All right. NBA, Panther, what have you got? Oh my God, we've got a full slate of games, and yet I only like three of them. I did something that I never do. I looked at a game and I wrote it down. I was like, okay, easy peasy. Then I clicked on the stats. I'm like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and changed things. Uh-oh. We're going to look at the Chicago Bulls going to Detroit Pistons. This Bulls team is in complete free fall, like Brooklyn Nets territory free fall. 
Uh, they're not playing very good basketball. We know they've been banged up. Lonzo Ball's been out for a while. But the big problem for them has basically been Nikola Vucevic. Without a guy in the middle, the, a stud in the middle, if you will, and then going against the schedule that they've played, Memphis, Miami, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, that not having that guy in the middle is really causing them problems. Joel Embiid had a freaking heyday against the Bulls. Now they're going to go against a Pistons team that really doesn't have a guy in the middle. Isaiah Stewart's not anybody to really feel threatened by. Um, but still, without Vooch, Chicago's way too dependent on their guard play. I think the Bulls break their losing streak here. But Detroit has been playing such good basketball. They won four of their last five. The game that they did lose was only by three points. They've won two in a row at home. I think at home they keep it within the five and a half. So I'm going to jump on the Pistons with those points for 10 bucks. All right. Phil, what do you think? This is also one of the games that I'm on, and I am also on the Pistons. Um, for a lot of the reasons Panther just said, I – I'm a Sixers fan and I, you know, I watched that game and there's, they just, the bulls didn't look right without, without Vooch in the middle. And I mean, he, he does a lot of things. He, you know, he facilitates, he passes well and he can score and he can shoot the, you know, the three so he can stretch the floor a bit. And I think without that really versatile weapon, um, I, they, the bulls just haven't found the answer. Also on the other side, like, like Panther said, I think the Pistons are playing really well. I mean, they've, they've won three in a row. They haven't been getting blown out. Um, I think Cunningham is starting to come into his own. And uh, so I'm, I'm on the Pistons. I, I broke down six, but I don't, I don't know what the line is now. Um, but also just, you know, if we're going to, I'm a prop guy. I like, I like betting on props. So I'm going to take Sadiq Bay over 24 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Um, just because I, like I yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been rebounding. Well. I think he's had like um, five, five and six. And I, I think he can score as well. So I, I think 24 and a half is a, a pretty good line. And, um, I'm, I'm on the Pistons as well. I'm double dipping. Ooh, I like it. I'm leaning the Pistons really hard. I just could not quite get over the hump. I'm close, but uh, yeah, I'll just let you two guys cash that ticket. No problem. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game. I've got a battle of the behemoths. Phoenix is going to Miami. These two teams are having great seasons. Phoenix as we've talked about now for over a week, are banged up, but they do get some support tonight. Devin Booker should return from his COVID outbreak. He'll take the floor, team up with Cameron uh, Payne in the backcourt. Outside of Chris Paul, though, they're, they're relatively healthy. Going against Miami, that still has Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo. Like, these guys are playing really well. They've won four of their last five. I think Miami wins here. I, they're 23 and seven at home. I think they win, but this line is outrageous. Phoenix getting eight points. There's no way, no freaking way. Give me Phoenix plus the points for 10 bucks. All right, Phil. I, I was on the Suns also for the, the eight and a half, but I don't, I didn't see that Booker was coming back tonight. So I, you know, I guess we'll uh, I'll have to double check that, but um my my note here was that you know if Booker's going to be out, I'm going to need Cam Johnson in to to take the eight and a half. He's he's been great, and I think without you know without Chris Paul, without Booker, and then you know Cam Johnson recently, I think he missed the last game or the you know, last two. They just haven't been the same. And and DeAndre Ayton, I mean he's he's a good player, but I don't think he can carry the team. Jay Crowder, I don't think you know his best days are behind him. 
So I, you know, if Booker's going to be playing, eight and a half is stealing. Um, if he's not, I need Cam Johnson in the lineup, but I'm 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 on the eight and a half as well. Seven and a half now. It's just trickled down just a bit. So maybe the yeah. news is coming. Yeah, maybe so. I'm. This is another one. I'm leaning the Suns. I like where you guys are at. I just, I'm just, I couldn't quite get there. I'm a little behind that. So, I'm leaning the Suns with you guys, but not, not taking this one. No kiss right, of death. Well, no kiss of death. We'll try one more. This is, this is very anti Panther. I don't know if you've noticed. I've taken points in two games. I know. We're gonna look at third game. I'm grabbing more points. Orlando is going to New Orleans, and we talked about Orlando. They, they're playing much better, and, but they've won two of their last five. The, the, some of the games they've lost have been really close. Coming off that loss to Phoenix yesterday, only three points. Going against a New Orleans team that's lost two in a row. They had, uh, they're had coming off the road, so they were literally just in Memphis yesterday, returning home. Are you to eight and a half points? I get it. New Orleans has been playing better. But eight and a half, they're not – I no, they're not eight and a half points better <laughs> than the way Orlando's playing right now. Give me those points and the magic for 10 bucks. Cool. Sweet. Uh, I, I've got nothing on this game except moral support for you, Panther. And then um, I, I'm whatever the number that gets posted for Cole Anthony, points, rebounds, assists, I'm going to take the under. Um, he's just – hasn't been great. He owes me money from last Wednesday. I, I showed Arch a, a parlay I, I had played that he ruined. And um, I'm just not a big Cole Anthony fan. So uh, I'm going to take the under there, right. whatever the number is. Whatever. I like it. I love I love the blind fire bet. It doesn't matter. Blind I'm, fire. I'm taking it. I love it. Yeah, I, I agree for the most part, Panther. I do think the Magic should cover, but I don't like... You know, I don't like the lines moving the wrong way. I just don't like it. I'm leaning the Magic here, but mm, mm, I don't like it. All right. Well, that's all I've got for the hardwood. Phil, what you bringing, buddy? Sweet. Um, I've got uh, one additional play on the Hawks and the Bucks. Uh, it's not a. It's not a side. I lean the Hawks. Um, but the what I'm really looking at is a Clint Capella prop. I'm I'm taking his over 21 and a half on points, rebounds, assists. I I think um, when I look at these props, I try to find um, games that aren't going to be a blowout because then you lose the starters. And I think the Hawks and Bucks is a pretty close matchup. We've got the Hawks second in offensive efficiency. The Bucks are fourth in offensive efficiency. Um, And I I think the Hawks have enough weapons to keep it close. They're getting John Collins back. um, And I just, I would lean the Hawks, but I've got Capella over 21 and a half points, rebounds, assists as a, a full play. I like that play. Uh, John Collins coming back might might hurt his ability to score, but he should still be good for a double-double. You'd think that would be almost a lock. I looked at this game, five points. I mean, I I, I kind of thought Milwaukee at home would be a much heavier favorite. Atlanta's not good on the road. They're 12-20 and 20 away from Atlanta. They've lost their last two, including in the other night to the Detroit Pistons. Um, they lost two of their last three on the road. So I don't really like Atlanta, but the five-point line is just kind of telling me the Hawks are the play. I, I really thought this line would be closer to eight or nine. I'll lean Atlanta, but this game's got me kind of spooked. Yeah, you guys stumbled onto one of the games I wanted to bet. I love Atlanta here, plus the five and a half. I, I think... 
you know, dare I say, this might be a money line play if you're really feeling ballsy. I, I think Atlanta is going to keep this incredibly close. I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Hawks plus the five and a half before it gets any smaller. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, I, I think Atlanta is going to be a, a fun game to watch or a fun team to watch tonight. Bill? I feel like I, I feel like I'm accidentally sharp and, and picked the right side there. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take it. All right. Um, I don't have any other games. I know there's a full slate, but that's that's all, uh, that's all I've got. Yep. All right. We are looking at Raptors versus Spurs. Max's favorite team in the NBA, the Spurs. Uh, I like the Raptors on the on the road coming to San Antonio minus the one and a half. I do think they they win. I think they cover by closer to four and a half, five. So I don't think one and a half is too much to ask. So give me the Raptors pl- minus a point and a half for ten bucks. I think my issue is the fact that it's only one and a half. Now, they're without Van Vliet and uh, his backup, Malachi Flynn, looks like he might be out as well. So we've got some point guard questions for Toronto. That leaves DeJounte Murray as the best player on the court. That The one and a half, like Toronto's – San Antonio's only 12 and 19 at home, so I get why there's a little hesitancy there. But to me, Toronto should be about five or six points better than the Spurs. This is another game that the line just kind of spooked me. I'm going to lean the Spurs because I think the line is off. All right, Phil, did you have a feel on the game? Yeah, I mean, I I would just kind of – I like airing to the best player on the court when it's um, – you know, it's kind of a toss up and, and I think Murray is going to be hands down the, the best player on the floor. Um, so I, I would, I was kind of looking at, at, at the Spurs as well. I just couldn't quite get there, but moral support on the Spurs. All right. One last one for me. Wizards are going to Los Angeles. They're playing the Clippers. It's another game where I think this is incredibly close. I think the Wizards can, can potentially win the game maybe, but uh four and a half, I think they, I definitely think they can keep it within the four and a half. So I'm going to take the Wiz plus four and a half as well. Well, I think you might be on the right side because now I'm seeing it three and a half. The Clippers off back-to-back losses, lost to the Knicks, lost to Golden State, a Golden State team that put out their JV unit. So um, Clippers not playing real good right now. I don't think that much of Washington. I just think this is a team that has really lost its identity. You know, Bradley Beal's been banged up all season. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie got traded. Kuzma is, you know, on and off. Uh, I I didn't like this game. I think initially I was leaning the Clippers, but now looking at this line movement, I probably would lean Washington, but I, in general, I'm off this game. Gotcha. Bill, any thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm on the whiz as well as a as a lean. Um I I think, you know, I think Kuzma is, has been having just an incredible year. He he cashes a lot of over tickets. Um, you know, and he's he's really thrived without without Beal. And um, so maybe maybe he's the identity. Who, who, who knows? But I'm on the Wizards as well. I, and um, um, that's it. All right. That's all I've got, Panther. Let's head over to the the full slate in the NHL. Oh, God. Yeah. They, they scheduled this real well. NBA has got every team playing. The NHL has four teams playing. <laughs> I'm only on I'm only on one of the games. Let's look at Washington going to Edmonton. Um, Edmonton, you know, it's that team that started off real hot, offensively scoring, but defensively somewhat challenged. Washington is a good team, just like as Max has pointed out before, they're just kind of older. Well, the old farts right now are playing pretty good. They've won three in a row. 
They put up four more goals in each of those three, taking down Carolina and Calgary uh, in those last three. Edmonton, on the other side, has lost three in a row, um, including one to Chicago. I mean, losing the Blackhawks. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you shit for that one. <laughs> I, I just think at home, Edmonton gets it right here. Washington is, you know, they're decent on the road, but I think Edmonton gets it straight here. I'm gonna put ten bucks on the Oilers. Phil, did you have any uh, anything to bring to the uh, to the rink? Uh, absolutely not. I am <laughs> I am terrible with hockey, but I'm I'm looking at some stats here, and I see that uh, Washington is is pretty good on the road. They're 17 and 11 on the road. Edmonton's only 14 and 12. Um, so I mean, over the course of the season, you're up almost three and a half units just blind firing on Washington on the road. Um, you know, and it looks like you're getting a getting a nice number, a nice little plus plus money number. So I. I if I had to play it, and I don't, uh, I would be on Washington. Yeah, I do think the Oilers win, but man, eat, minus one twenty-five. This is a close one. Uh, what is one twenty-five? That's like fifty-five. Fifty-five implied. Oof. This is going to be a real close game. I, I maybe would just lean whichever team had the plus line in this one because I think this is going to be razor thin. Yeah, probably so. Uh, do we want to look at the other hockey game? Yeah, might as well. Canucks minus two ten. Yeah, now I'm seeing 220. Montreal, those won four of their last five, um, including that big win against Edmonton three days ago, four days ago. Um, Both these teams have been on the road. Montreal still on the road. Vancouver was on the road for four in a row. They'll return home. But the the gap, they didn't play since the fifth. So I don't know that that little theory of coming home and not having your affairs in order. They've been home long enough. They should have their shit in, in order. But Vancouver... I mean, they're, they're okay at home, 12 and 13 at home. They've won four of their last five. I just think the, the 220 just way too much. I don't like Montreal, to be honest, especially on the road, 7 and 23. <laughs> but the value is probably there. If anybody's going to bet it, I would suggest Montreal. Maybe this is a chicken shit play, but I'm off of it, just leaning the Canadians. All right, Phil, are you perusing stats on this one? I, I am, but I'm not coming up with any nuggets. So it looks like Montreal's really bad. So, um, yeah, just get the old iceberg chicken shit play going. There you go. Iceberg. We need you, man. That's a, this might be a chicken shit play. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to argue that the Canucks aren't going to win, but maybe you're getting a little exposed at the minus 210. That's, 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 that's pretty high, but the Canadians suck. So I think you're right, Panther. I think your initial gut reaction just to avoid this game was, was right on the money. Yeah, I'm getting better at that. So that, that's all there is for the ice. Uh, Iceberg says Edmonton money line. Oh, well, I like it when Iceberg agrees with me. There you go. Uh, Big Daddy says I get Spanish commercials because of my name. Yeah, maybe because of your name, because of your location. It's because you're in Southern Texas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Southern Texas, Northern Mexico, you know. I mean, one or the other. We talked about these details aren't important. Yeah, we talked about these yesterday. Phones are ratting you out, man. They're telling they're telling your bosses if you're betting on the NFL. Oh God, yeah. Look at the app ratting him out. That's some bullshit right there. It's horrible. Smartphones, the worst invention in the history of the world. Does he not like have any friends that could just lay down a bet for him? I, I I don't understand why he would why he would do it himself. That that just that blows me away. Mm. I'm going to leave that one. I, I touched on it yesterday, man. It's that Alabama education. 
All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about Russ going to Denver. Oh, this is going to be fun. AFC West is going to be exciting. We talked about Aaron Rodgers getting a contract extension, I guess we'd say a restructured contract for $200 million. And all of a sudden the women love him again. How about that? How about that? We talked about the NBA. We talked about the NHL. Phil, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I'm on Xavier Moneyline and St. John's Moneyline for some uh, early-ish afternoon hoops. So nice. go go get that. I'll be posting you know, some of my thoughts, if, I, if there are any. I'll post my thoughts in the book club. Book clubs. A lot of fun to hang out there. Hmm? We, we get a lot of tennis. A lot of tennis in the book club. Oh, you do. Yeah. You're re- and you're infecting everybody else with your tennis place, Phil. They're all, they're all talking tennis now. Sorry, gang. <laughs> Panther, take us home. Uh, let's get out of here. You know, I did glance at college basketball a little bit. God forbid Nebraska is actually playing pretty decent basketball and Northwestern sucks on the roads. Neutral site in uh, Indianapolis. I kind of like Nebraska with those points. That was the one game I was looking at, but college basketball season is going to pick up. Uh, jump in the book club because we are hanging out in there and talking a lot of sports that we don't talk about here on the main show. But let's get out of here with a Panther parlay. I'm taking all my points. Give me the Detroit Pistons, the Phoenix Suns, and the Orlando Magic. I'm putting those three together. That is my Panther parlay. Then you can hang out with us on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Holler by name. We will holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 